let me get it going. All right. So um thank you. Thank you for jumping on um the Rolling Pin podcast. Um it's a podcast I started in 2020 as a result of COVID, you know, trying to stay active. I got rid of my sofa and I put a desk here and uh decided to talk about wrestling and um, you know, it just kept spiraling down and spiraling down until we got to the sports card. So everybody who's listening right now, I have Rob England from Los Angeles. I, I'm in Northern California up in Humboldt County. Yeah. Up nice near the Oregon border, actually. So. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And thank you for jumping on um, tonight. Um, I wanted to talk about these sports cards because um, just the overall craze it's been it's been on the upswing as I've been looking at basketball, as I've been looking at football, as I've been looking at just even what Pokemon. Now they got like sports cars going on now and they're just running rapid. But I don't think that the wave has hit wrestling yet. I feel like it will. I don't know. You seem a little bit of an older gentleman than I am. So have you been collecting sports cars before? And is it something have you seen before? Fill me in. Uh, what you think is happening right now with sports cars as it pertains to wrestling, but my knowledge yeah. and everybody else's knowledge. So I've been collecting wrestling cards for 22 years now, and that's on eBay. And Strictly wrestling. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you that the market has never been hotter for wrestling. It continually goes up from week to week. We're seeing record setting prices and it's been amazing. To, to see the upswing in wrestling collectibles. And it, you know, I think there was a lot of fear once COVID hit that markets would crater and that there would be opportunities to you know, buy cheap or cheaper than you know, previous months, but mm -hmm. it's escalated from month to month and we're seeing record setting prices even in wrestling than <laughs> ever before. So you're saying, thank you for that information. And Everybody, I'm I'm new to the collective, so I'm only talking from my experience. But that's why we brought him on, so he can share his. Um, so thank you. Um, so you said 22 years, right? And yes. And you're saying that this is the? Are you saying that this is the hottest time to collect these wrestling sports cars than ever? Than ever, hundred percent, thousand percent. It's never been hotter. Yeah, I seen the uh, the rocks card, which is gonna lead me into my next question later about your rocks cards that I saw. But leads me into the next question of um. I guess, well, not even a question, just the statement again of the Rocks sports car selling from the University of Miami was like $46,100. Yes. So, so this is what my reference point is as far as the market being hot. So I, I used to have that Dwayne Johnson University of Miami and they call it the Bumblebee car. That same oh, one. Perforations, yes. And I used to have that in an eight. And I, I'm more of a high-end collector and I really didn't like the eight. So I got rid of the eight, always knowing that I wanted to get a 10 or a nine. And looking back at eBay, this was just this last May and there were numerous tens up on eBay and they were up in the high sevens as in 700s. And I made an offer and the seller counter offered me I think it might have been around 725. For which card? 25 bucks for the, for the Rock same? Bumblebee card. I got you. So I, you know, I consider myself pretty thorough and as far <laughs> as my collecting. And you could go to the PSA site and I was doing some research. And when that card came up for a true auction just in previous months, 
that card had sold for just over $500 for about 525. Mm. And so I started thinking about it and I was like, do I really want to pay, you know, an extra $200 on this card for what it's went, you know, Mm -hmm. previously. And so I waited and then all of a sudden they're gone. And Mm. then the ones that are up on eBay for about a thousand. So I missed out, you know, just over 700. Now they're at a thousand. And, you know, (laughs) I was all thinking, do I now, do I want to pay, you know, another 300? And so I hold out and then all of a sudden those are gone. And so then all of a sudden I'm, I'm kind of realizing I'm, I'm missing the boat on these rock rookie cards and near the end of 2020, it goes up on eBay and one sells for 10,000. One of my friends oh my sold this for 10,000. So just in a matter of May through November, that thing went from 700 to 10,000 to 14,000. And then, uh, and then recently that one with 45, 46. So yeah, then recently it went for 46. I heard that there was a couple private sales. So there's 30 of them mm. that it went for 70,000. Mm. Not on eBay. Off eBay, off eBay. private sales. Mm. And then there was one in the vault for pre-war card collector at 90,000 last week that sold. Where are and these? Where are these? I didn't mean to cut you up, but where are these these private auctions or these private sales? Like, what do they do? They have like a is it like a, a expo or like a card convention where people meet up and they they you know go a little bit beyond eBay to do this or or what? Because you might know. I I just heard you know through the grapevine of collectors uh, as far as that there were some private sales and and the thing is is after that forty six thousand dollars sale you had people like Gary V posting you know he had he was acting like he was biting in <laughs> yeah i seen that picture he actually he has one he has yes one and cards. he has a 10 and he knew the cultural significance i mean he's mm-hmm. a really bright guy so you know he knew and then if you're paying attention on social media that the forty six thousand, I, I believe is deshaun watson's card now wow. the quarterback of the houston texans and he he posted a picture and Timbaland was there at a lunch and they had that rock PSA 10 as a prop, you know, for their lunchtime meal. And so now it's, I think, taken like a cultural phenomenon as far as just being an iconic card. And what I'll say is about the rock is even professional athletes, even entertainers, he's just on another level. So here you have people with, you know, deep pockets, big money and you know if they could have a little piece of the rock and have his first appearance card i think they're gonna jump on it and we're seeing a lot of big time celebrity big time money coming into the hobby so you know that 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 card's a monster now and it's there's no bringing it back i lost your audio You hear me now? All right, I think I can hear you now. All right, yeah, sorry, folks. We lost audio for a second, but we're back. I just wanted to say um, shout out to The Rock because The Rock last year, and this might have helped his sports cards, um, his sports card 
um, I guess, value. He won person of the year, like all around person of the year in 2020. So that might have helped. Um, but I was going to ask you my next question, because um, this is something I've been trying to understand. What are the key factors in making a sports car significant other than, I guess, we know the rock is being the rock. But what are some other things for maybe other wrestlers that um, could help sports cars increase and values, particularly in wrestling, since we on on the topic of wrestling. Yeah, I think one of the safest bets is just collecting the best. You know, I know the term out there that's thrown around often is the goats. You know, the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with those. And I think, you know, sometimes they don't increase as quickly as you want, but you're never going to go wrong with collecting the best of the best. I know, especially in like other sports, there's a lot of people prospecting on, you know, the latest rookies and thinking, you know, there's going to be the next big thing. And I think with some of those people, they might be holding the bag at the end with a failed prospect. But if you're investing in, you know, the Tom Brady's, the Michael Jordan's, the Hulk Hogan's, the Rock's, all of those, and especially if you get them in a high grade from PSA, I'm a PSA honk. That's a PSA. You know, <laughs> you're going to do well. You're, I, I just don't feel like you're going to lose. Mm. What about short-term um, collecting as far as like, I guess I don't want to say day trading because I think cars is a little bit different, but similar in a way. Like what about current stars of today? Because we have stars today who could reach these levels of greatness. Um, like, I have a Randy Orton PSA 10 and I think Randy Orton is somebody I'm sure you watch wrestling. If you collect wrestling cards, you're familiar with Randy Orton, um, big E, I have a big E PSA 10. So I think, I don't know about now, but what, like, what would you say would be the best or proper use of this car currently? Like, is it something that I should hold for like the long term to see if they get to the rise level? Or do you think it's something that's like, you know, sports cars could die off later on in life. You should probably try to do what you can with it. In the, in the media so tournament. do you have the Randy Orton Royal Rumble PSA 10? I don't have the Randy Orton Royal Rumble PSA 10. Okay, have, so that's his rookie card that is going to be of the highest value. I got you. And that 2002 Royal Rumble. I personally, and, and maybe it's a weakness of mine as a collector, is I generally just stay away from modern. And mm. I, 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 I love the more of you know, the wrestlers from my generation as a kid and all the mm-hmm. nostalgia of the 80s and the 90s. And a lot of my interest pretty much ends at the Attitude Era. Although, you know, I come from an amateur wrestling background and I love, you know, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, those kind of guys that I've seen on a, you know, college wrestling mat or, mm-hmm. you know, watching Kurt Angle win a world title in Atlanta in 95. So, <laughs> I, I just really love those guys. So it's good to go with uh, legends. Um, that, yeah, you're not going to lose. Not going to lose and the legends. Especially the legends in the TV era. And I think one of the things for us wrestling, because I even have a lot of the old stuff in the, the Parker sets from the 50s and all that, but nobody watched them wrestle. And a lot of those are hard to get in high grades. So, you know, there's some collectors in there, but it's much more milder interest than the wrestlers that people have seen before which makes mm-hmm. sense do you see any car reaching a million um i guess in the next 
couple of years or like maybe like two years? Do you see a card touching a million dollars in the wrestling community? Now, I think that one's a tough one because <laughs> a million dollars is a million dollars. And <laughs> even for other sports cards to reach a million dollars, that, that's a lofty goal. Mm-hmm. You know, the Michael Jordan rookie and Michael Jordan, of course, is just, you know, just incredible. Now, I think that's going to be a million dollar card. And we've seen a couple auctions through Golden where that reached two cards reached 720,000. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a million dollar card. I got you. But as far as wrestling, what the limit is, you know, where I, I think as far as wrestling goes, the card that's probably going to achieve the highest of heights is probably the Rock Bumblebee, that Miami that football card. card. Mm. But I think, you know, it has to hit 100,000, which I think it's knocking on the door. It's mm. going to end up reaching there. And where it goes beyond that, I don't know. But it sure helps when you have people like Deshaun Watson, Gary V. People backing it and, up. And people backing it up. But, mm-hmm. you know, a million dollars, that's a high threshold. So let me ask you this. Say um, we have a, a wrestling fan uh, who who is wealthy, I would say, a, a wealthy wrestling fan. Would you say that they could come in and deem a card valuable based on their prestige alone? Is that possible? Somebody who's who's popular, maybe has a, a little bit of fame, a lot of fame, but who has a lot of money and influence in wrestling. Could they come in and say, this card is worth this much? And will the market shift that way if so? You know, I don't want to, you know, underestimate how much someone could influence markets. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you see someone like Gary Vee, if he posts something on Twitter. And the thing with like The Rock is, when he posts about those auctions and being humbled about those sales, all it does is add fuel to the fire to that collectible. Because Mm -hmm. if The Rock posts about his own auction, and he has twice, I think he posted about that $14,000 sale and the $46,000 sale. And he has all of these followers. So he's going to reach out to what, 225 million followers on his social media platforms. Right that's going to add to it, you know, but I don't think someone's just going to come in here and tell the wrestling card market, this is, you know, a very expensive card. To me, the most iconic wrestling card out there, a true wrestling card is the 1982 wrestling all-stars Hulk Hogan rookie card. That's the The problem with that one is, Mm -hmm. is that there's never been a PSA 10 of that card. Mm, never now that should be the card of cards if that uh, you know ever appears in a PSA 10 but you're talking about a card that's almost four decades in and there's no PSA 10s now and so it just might not happen I and, I, and I think some of these celebrity collectors that come in they just want tens and they don't recognize that sometimes the nine's the best you're gonna get yeah and, and so and the age could be better than just having a new 10 like if you have an older like, like you oh said, yeah like the Hulk Hogan 9 is an incredible card mm. and you know there there are a lot of things with the manufacturer that made it hard to achieve a 10 status many people think oh you have a sealed pack that you could get a 10 I've busted some of those little cello packs and they're tightly around the cards and 
I get all excited just because of the possibilities of what could be in there. But then, you know, my Hogan comes back a seven, which is really a great grade. I think yeah. there's some on eBay right now and they're mm -hmm. over two grand each. But that, for, from that same difference between a seven and a 10, I'll tell you right. that. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. So you have right now, I think the cars that drew me into asking you uh, for this conversation that we're having are the rock. You have not the Bumblebee rocks, but you have a different, type of rock car is that correct i know are those psa tents too yes so do you have you don't have them around do you house find in cairo egypt where panini had made some stickers of wwf stars and a lot of expert collectors and i would consider myself in that group didn't even know of their existence i quickly bought some boxes and then i ended up buying a case cracked open a bunch of them. I saw some that looked good. I paid a premium service to get them graded right away. And I was thrilled that I was able to get uh, two PSA 10s of the wrestling rookie of The Rock. And he's on there as Rocky Maivia. Oh, and that nice. was released in 1997. I also had the album because I needed the backup because <laughs> authentication companies need to know where this stuff comes from. So I took photos from front to back, sent it all to them. Panini is a real known company and was able to get it done, fortunately. And so, yeah, I have two PSA 10s of the Rocks rookie wrestling card. Yeah, which I, I think is more of a wrestling rookie and most people would view his college football card as yeah that's like what i was looking I, was, I saw that too and i was i was like you know i was first i was blown away that first of all he was in a football uniform you know what i mean and the car sold for that much and it was tied to wrestling and and, and not college football or just football in general i think the wrestling community well i guess everybody gravitated to it equally um i saw a goldberg up there for like the same but i don't think goldberg has the potential to reach the same level as the rock as far as his georgia no. football. And to be honest, you have people like The Rock and Hulk Hogan, they're in a stratosphere all their own. Just below that, you could have people like Ric Flair, Andre the Giant kind of in there. You know, and below that, you might have some people like Ultimate Warrior and, you know, some others. What about those? Out, what about those? What about some people that we would consider legends who might have cards like, uh, Let's say, let's say if a, a China PSA 10 came up or like an Elizabeth or people who are deceased who actually made an impact um, to wrestling, like what would you say those cars would be? I mean, I know we're talking about the Ru Mount Rushmore's, but what about the people who are around the Mount Rushmore's? Like what kind of value do they have or with the PSA? Market? You know, I, I could say something right now and in another week, it could be more. Yeah. It's just the way the market's he headed, you mm -hmm. know, and I, I get there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this price was attained. And, <laughs> and then that same card could come up and two weeks later and it's more. So the market is just fire and I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. And so I'm definitely a lot more strategic in my opportunities. But if you see high grade anything, nines and tens, I, I think the problem with maybe some of the female wrestlers is that their careers many times don't go on as long as some of the men mm. or the male wrestlers. You know, you look at someone like Undertaker and having three decades in the business, you know, and, and that's a lot of fans that you could develop over three decades. And yeah. I don't know exactly 
how many years China had in the business, but it was a, you know, she was really big for a short period of time and then kind of disappeared. So, Mm. you know, I think in some ways that that's going to limit your overall collectability if, you know, you're a short timer. So I saw something with, uh, I saw something with Gary V. He was talking about how sports cars could replace, um, not replace, but I guess be considered new versions of contemporary art now do you see this being something that could go as big as it being displayed on a wall or you know like you know you go somewhere and it's like and you know how they have this shit just all fancy nice setup and whatnot like a case say if you went in for jewelry you went to a jewelry counter do you see like sports cars being something like that laid out behind like a jewelry counter xyz or framed or hung up like a piece of artwork Yeah, and in some ways the encapsulation uh, process of our uh, authenticators do that for us. You know, I I could even a novice, you know, someone that comes and visits me at my house, I could hand them a card and a case and and be comfortable with them holding it and they're going to get a reaction out of it. (laughs) You know, and looking at a Hulk Hogan card and being like, wow. And to be honest, as far as my... Rocky Maivia, PSA 10, Panini. I'm consigning that to golden auctions during the month of March. I have no idea what it's going to bring. I'm going to let the market decide what it's worth because I really don't know myself. Mm -hmm. But when I went to the FedEx shipping place, the guy said, hey, you know, can I take that out of the box and photograph it for, you know, the insurance purposes of getting it from California to New Jersey? And I I just said, no, let me take it out of a box. But he, he looked like a guy that, to be honest, had no interest in trading cards. And I took it out of the box, out of the bubble map, uh, wrap and put it on the counter. And his first reaction was, wow, that's cool. And I was like, well, you know who that is, right? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, that's The Rock. And I go, yeah, it's The Rock. It's, it's his rookie wrestling card. And he he was taking photos just for the shipping purposes and the insurance purposes. And he was like, man, thank you, you know, so much for showing me that. And it was really cool to see his reaction. And to me, you know, that was a, a sign of him really appreciating it, of what it was, as you said, a little piece of art from 1997. If you look at this, he, you know, he has all kinds of hair. His body was a lot different then than what it is today. And, you know, it was him as a wrestler and not the quote entertainer that he is today. And so, you know, that, that's modern art in itself. Thank you. And I'm glad that I got you on here tonight. Um, I didn't realize your expertise was this extensive, but I want to um, say first and foremost, I'm glad that I have you on here to share a little bit more value to everybody because myself included, you know, was a little unknowledgeable about how, 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 how this all works. So, I definitely want to stay in touch with you. Well, let me ask you this real quick. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Which um, wrestling card, I guess, what was the rarest wrestling card that you ever had that you, I guess, maybe sold too early or wish you didn't sell or X, Y, and Z? I'm sure you got a story on a card, like one of your famous cards over 22 years. Oh, yeah, I have a few. <laughs> so I just got into the grading game in 2007. And so I had the 1982 Wrestling All-Star set. I busted that open. I saw the Hulk Hogan card. I sent it to PSA. 
it came back at nine. I was only into the set for around 55, 60 bucks. I put that thing on eBay for $135 and someone snagged it right the away. same Hulk Hogan car that we were talking about earlier? So this Hulk Hogan was a PSA nine and the buyer snatched it up and then it just disappeared for a long time. And so I always wondered what happened to it. And then this last summer I saw it listed for around $9,000 or best offer. And I really needed it because what he had done is he took it out of the nine holder, had Hogan sign it and got it re-slabbed and he got a a nine grade once again. Mm. And so it was on eBay for a period of time for 9,000 and we, we were actually communicating a little bit and I said, hey, I sold you that card. And he said, oh, it's you know good to reconnect. And mm-hmm. he was willing to work with me. And I think if I would have ponied up around $6,500, 7,000, I probably could have got it back in my collection after all these years. <laughs> But I was like, man, you know, that's a lot of money and the market hadn't taken off like it has now. And so I just couldn't justify paying that kind of money for it. And then he consigned it to Probstein and then it went for over 20,000 when it went in a true auction. And then it got auctioned again and then it went for $36,000. And that that was same card. card, but <laughs> I didn't have it signed. But that legendary card in the wrestling card hobby started off in the wrestling card king collection. Damn, damn. So, are on eBay right now? Are the cards? Would you say that wrestling cards right now on eBay are currently underpriced? Do you say it's a gold mine right now for wrestling card collecting, or, or would you say that? To be honest, you know, I haven't been buying a lot just because a lot of the Prices are much higher than what I'm used to, but I think we can't afford to look back and see what the prices used to be because I don't think they're going back to what they were. And so I I think for myself, a good move for me, instead of paying a lot of these high prices is just going through my collection. I have boxes upon boxes and getting a lot of stuff slabbed that has a lot of value. Or that could potentially have a lot of value if it's a high PSA grade card. So Mm. those are kind of like the moves that I'm making right now. I think for the longest time that wrestling had no respect in the hobby. People would make fun of it, say, why do you want to collect half naked guys or guys (laughs) in shorts or tights? And why would you want to be looking at that? But at the same time, something like the Three Stooges was a very valuable set in the hobby. And to me, cards are cards and we're more alike than different. And many people have a connection to wrestling in some way growing up. Right. And these guys are characters. And my friend David Peck and I, we talk about it as far as one of our examples that we say is if Mike Schmidt was in the airport, he might be able to walk through that airport and nobody recognize who he is. But you put Hulk Hogan coming <laughs> off a plane, walking through there, the place is gonna go bananas Definitely. seeing the Hulkster walk through. Definitely. And some of these wrestlers, you can't deny them. You know, think about The Rock going through one of our airports or the yeah. Hogan or back in the day, <laughs> Andre the Giant. 
there's just something different about these guys. They're like right. real life Marvel characters. They have superheroes. Thatcher. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like basketball <laughs> players just trying to like go through airports as well. Like Michael Jordan walking through an airport, it's going to go around fast, you know? And that's what these wrestlers have that a lot of pro- professional athletes just don't. Mm. There's a wow factor. And I've even had collectors on websites or the forums that collectors participate in. And they said, when Hogan comes and he's signing at the national or at this card show, there's a buzz that's different than when a pro- other pro athletes are there. Signing. Of course, of course. It, it, there's just a wow factor. <laughs> Damn. Well, thank you, Mr. Rob England. I don't want this to be the last time we talk. I think um, since the sports car, wrestling sports car market is hot right now, I definitely want to have you back on here to share your expertise and provide value to anyone who's listening. Um, It'll definitely help me out. So I want to first start off by saying thank you for taking time out of your day all the way in L.A. I mean, not L.A., but North California um, to jump on the Rolling Pin podcast with me. Absolutely. And people want to find me on Twitter. I'm Wrestling Card King. Wrestling Card King. That's it. Or Wrestling Card K1 is my official handle. But. but but he's the king. But he's the king of card collecting. Wrestling card collecting. That's what we're talking, yeah. talking to. All right, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You have a good one. I'll be in All contact right, with you. you. Uh huh. Absolutely. Sounds great. All right. Bye.